At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Covering the live betting angles for every game, this is VSIN Live Bet Tonight with Femi Abebefe and Wes Reynolds on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back. This is hour number two of Beeson Live Bet Tonight. Femi Abebefe alongside Wes Reynolds. We're hanging out here at the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. Right now in the third quarter, Denver Broncos leading the L.A. Chargers 13-10. Wes, you're shaking your head to see a replay of another rushing the pass. That's just garbage. Uh, (laughs) You know, he he wrapped him up, didn't didn't throw him down. That's now six penalties for 107 yards for Denver, six Mm -hmm. for 65 on the Chargers. I, I don't... I don't know, man. They're calling it tight like uh, college basketball officials when they do the uh, points of emphasis in terms of uh, the hand checking. And, uh, yeah, they're 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 calling it uh, tighter than a new boot tonight. Yeah, well, I'm sure the league is seeing how we're losing a quarterback every single week to injury, so they're going to make sure that stops, apparently, with some of these calls. Uh, but joining us now, uh, he spoke with us during the first half, but he's going to hang out with us throughout the game. Gil Alexander, VEASAN host of A Numbers Game, also the host of the Beating the Book podcast. Get that wherever you get your podcast. Gil, we appreciate you rejoining us. We're now into the third quarter. Did you make any second-half bets here? We were talking about the second-half lines. Nothing really jumped out to us. Did anything to you? Yeah, I mean, it's funny because I've I've done at least five in-game bets on your show, and I literally have nothing tonight. I looked at the <laughs> same thing. I was like, no, I just don't know. You don't know. We were talking a little off-air, you and me, Femi, about how you just don't know what these two teams – 
Mm-hmm. I, I think the Chargers um, are exerting their will a little more, uh, a little more than Denver is. Denver seems to be a little, a little more fluky on offense. I know um, Russell Wilson had a great half, but a lot of that was that final drive where he absolutely had one big, you know, great long pass. I, I don't. You know, I agree with West, by the way, just moments ago, and it's hard to get past this with these games, too. That Bradley Chubb roughing the pass. We've had now two roughing the passers, to be fair, in this game. Mm-hmm. There was one on Russell Wilson, on the Chargers defense, that was a hit at the waist, you know, that fell down lower, and that, by rule, is not a roughing the passer. They called it. And now this one is just ridiculous. Again, it's like, are we even playing football at this point? So um, Chargers in business here with, you know, knocking at the door, chance to tie or uh, take the lead. But I have nothing currently on this. So it is going to be a fourth and two. Williams gets his mid on that pass. So uh, Justin Herbert and the offense, we'll see if they stay on the field. Uh, obviously, they sent Dustin Hopkins out from 37 yards. But, oh, they'll uh, stay out there. Yeah, I got, I got to think that uh, that Brandon Staley this close in the red zone is uh, going to go ahead and go for it. But, yeah, I, I agree with Gil. He's roughing the passer. And uh, – just you wow. know what? That's the thing, man. Just when you think you know a guy, I know he he just changes his stripes. Uh, what <laughs> what has happened to our beloved Brandon Staley? <laughs> like he wouldn't have even thought about this, Gil. Yeah. So so you know we're getting it. And the thing about you said it earlier about Dustin Hopkins. Dustin Hopkins when he kicked that thirty-seven yarder at the end of the first half, he fell to the ground. So he has some kind of injury going. And now Staley is actually using him despite that injury for a 31 yarder. <laughs> yes. I don't, I, yeah, I mean, I don't know what's going on. And, and he just sneaks that one in too, well, uh, like he did with a 37 yarder. So it's tied up and I have no idea. Or did he get well, rough? Is there a penalty here? Yeah. We're, well, well, there was a little bit of a fracas yeah. or a kerfuffle between the, uh, the uh, special teams on, uh, on both sides there. But I guess, uh, I guess nothing worse for wear. I keep looking at this cause they just gone to break. So I'm looking to see the update if they in fact call a penalty, but yeah, it's ironic. Go ahead and send your kicker out there twice heard. And, uh, you know, look, we, I guess we shouldn't be surprised considering Justin Herbert went out there with uh, broken ribs against Kansas <laughs> city and got us in the back door that night. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's also funny cause I know some chargers fans who will tell you this team is not only oft injured in terms of year, year by year, player by player, but also has the, uh, these are maybe defeatist chargers fans in some respect, but they all say also say, and also have players that are unwilling to get back on the field hurt. Well, that hasn't been the case. Mm-hmm. Obviously. So I don't know. And here we are at 13, 13 and we look at the live lines. I don't know what you guys are saying right there, but are you like really induced to bet this at this point? I'm not, no, no. Uh, not, not at all. I, and, and, Look, I didn't disagree necessarily with the movement in the second half on Denver because we saw it pretty much market wide. When you're seeing, you know, sometimes you'll see three and it'll go down to two and a half. And Gil, I know you've been watching the screen for a long time doing this, but you don't often see it drop to one and a half necessarily, like immediately at a couple stores, including Circus Sports behind us, including Superbook. And those are books that'll take some sharper action. So you never want to read too much into that, but it seemed like that was at least a slight tell. Yeah, I mean, I guess, right? Like, I don't, I'm, I'm with you. Like, I don't, I don't want to read too much into it. I don't know. It's a, um, it, it's, it's funny. With, with pro football, you would think that there is something to it at all times. Uh, in other sports, I'm not so sure, right? Um, but this is just one of those. We were just talking off air about it. Like, I don't, I don't know what to make of either of these which is not what you want to hear on your show, I guess, because you want to have some conviction here. But I do think that part of this, part of this racket, if you will, is 
being able to be disciplined and, and making, you know, sometimes the best bets are the bets not made. Mm-hmm. And right now, I don't see one. Now, now if the Broncos go up seven here and we get some interesting line on the Chargers, I may come back on that. Yeah. So there is a possibility of getting in here. But we're speaking with Gil Alexander, host of a numbers game and also the Beating the Book podcast here. Uh, we were trying to do that as well, Gil, trying to get in on the Chargers if the Broncos were able to go up and score coming out of the locker room. That did not come to fruition. But could I interest both of you in maybe the under? Because the total sitting at 45 and a half. And Gil, I want you to answer first here. This, to me, it kind of feels like a 23-20 game. We've talked about Denver's struggles in the red zone. It looks like they're kind of continuing tonight. Also, the Chargers have stumbled a little bit in the red zone as well. What about the under at 45 and a half? Tempting. Um, tempting, but also with, you know, 24-plus minutes left in the ballgame, these two offenses are capable of scoring in volume as well. So while tempting, I am going to hold off on that. Um, but I hear what you're, I hear what you're sort of uh, hinting at there. I kind of get where you're going. Yeah, I'm the same way, too. It's pretty much, you know, what it was pre-flop because I kind of leaned a little bit to the over. It seemed like a lot of the discussion was on the under, and I think rightfully so. Betters are going to bet what they saw last and what they see. They saw a lot of that, a lot of incomplete passes with no receiver there for Denver in that Thursday night game against Indianapolis. But we talked about it at halftime, Femi. The game plan, I think, early from Hackett, and I thought it was like that in the Colts game, too. They just couldn't get in the red zone, you know, couldn't convert a touchdown. But I thought the script was fine. But once you get away from the opening script on offense, you know, everybody scripts the first 10 or 15 plays, however long they want to make that script. I thought it was good. And then, you know, Denver kind of got figured out and then they didn't really adjust. So, you know, Russell Wilson badly misses on a deep ball. We're going to have a, uh, another potential three and out unless Denver converts here. That, that was very reminiscent, uh, not quite the same, but reminiscent of that horrible pick he threw in the primetime game mm-hmm. uh, a couple weeks back when he overthrew everybody. Just an unconscionable play against. Yeah, the San Francisco. I was thinking which primetime game. This team's been in primetime like way too much. This is number four. Clearly, there was a lot of expectation for the Denver Broncos this year. Yeah, and uh, one of us here on this phone call may have run and bet Russell Wilson MVP as soon as he was acquired by the Broncos. We're talking about bets bets that you regret. Yeah. I do, I do remember that yeah. deal from PTA, you yeah. and uh, producer extraordinaire yeah. Kelly Bidlin. Uh, uh, now, now, does Kelly get a, na- a number on a numbers game, or does he get a special yeah. dispensation? No, no, no. He's number nine. Producer number producer nine. Producer number special. nine, Kelly, Kelly yeah, Bidlin. I, I think maybe this Bidlin kid will stick around. Yeah, now. just maybe. Well, Gil, oh. Gil, you're not alone because I, have, uh, I don't have any Russell Wilson tickets, but I have some Broncos to win the AFC and then win the Super Bowl. So uh, through, through about five, six weeks here, it's not looking too hot, but I'm still holding out hope. And let's start there because I was talking to Wes during one of the breaks, and I was like, the problems with Denver, in my opinion, look like they're correctable. It looks like you can fix them. It doesn't look like it's a lack of talent or anything. And maybe Hackett is just such a terrible coach that maybe they can't fix them. But he, I think you might learn along the way. Do you think Denver, the team that we see in maybe November, December, will be much better than what we're seeing right now? I don't know about much better. And I also like, you know, we all had a good time sort of, you know, focusing on Hackett's errors here early in the year. I don't think Nathaniel Hackett is going to be the difference between Denver going deep in the playoffs or Denver not being a playoff team, quite frankly. I just think that Denver is a, a very middling football team in a very competitive conference. And so I don't, you know, I think that the chips are 
really stacked against them to begin with. Do I do I think that they're you know possibly they're, they're a two and three team now? Do do I think that they're capable of going nine and eight? Let's say that's probably the high water mark. Like I don't really see them getting into double digit wins, and that's not to say they're a bad football team. It's just that they don't really stand out. I, I just wonder. You know, the Denver defense was supposed to be something at one point, um, but I don't know what they do great on offense at this juncture. Um, and so I, I think that when you look at teams in their in their division even, everybody else does something well, better than Denver. So I think that's sort of the issue. And, and maybe, just maybe, you have the fourth best quarterback in your own division, right? If you're, if you're David, Derek Carr people would say that. So... I don't know how you really that's that's a bad starting point let's put it that way. Yeah, and and look, that's the AFC in general and I know I was coming back here in your conversation it's like okay, who's pretty good in the AFC? Well, Buffalo's pretty good, Kansas City's pretty good, and then there's like there's like a bunch of muck, Gil, where there's not a lot of separation right now between like the Dolphins, the Patriots, the Bengals, the Chargers, the Colts, the Titans. I mean, maybe the Ravens are third, but there's just not a lot of separation in the AFC. There's not and, you know, there's not a lot of separation. And you do wonder if teams like Jacksonville, who was so, I mean, so hyped by so many people on our network and guests of our network in the, uh, in the offseason, is a team like that who's two and four going to rise up and get better in a much more dramatic way than a Denver would? So I don't know. I mean, maybe, we, maybe they're even going to be further down that total ball. I'm, I don't know that I subscribe to that, but I'm just saying there is that possibility as well. Well, Russell Wilson just gets sacked by Derwin James. They're on third down. A free blitzer. That's always good. The line now, Chargers laying two and a half total, 43 and a half. Gil, we will talk to you after the game and see what happens in this AFC West clash. Thanks for joining us, and we'll talk soon. Thank you, sir. Awesome. Hang with us. We're going to break. We'll be back with the Chargers with the football here on VEASAN Live Bet tonight. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr. And I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back. And joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. 
Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is VSIM Live Bet Tonight with Femi Abebefe and Wes Reynolds, live from the Circus Sportsbook on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back. This segment of VSIN Live Bet Tonight is presented by Zen Nicotine Pouches, the simpler way to experience nicotine satisfaction and enjoy lasting change on your own terms. Zen Nicotine Pouches are a fresher, simpler way to enjoy nicotine that have helped millions of people achieve lasting change by offering smoke-free and spit-free satisfaction. I don't know about you, but there have been times in life where I needed to make a change. I knew I needed to make a change, but I just wasn't ready yet. I'm sure a lot of smokers and dippers out there can relate. Zen understands there isn't one right time to make a change. Everyone's timeline's a little different. Everyone's on their own journey. So whenever you feel like you're ready to take that first step toward change, Zen will be there for you with the right strength, the right flavor, at the right time. If you're looking to make a change and want to learn more today, check out Zen Nicotine Pouches at Zen.com. That's Z-Y-N.com. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. World a better place. Take a look at yourself and make the change. That's starts with the man just in the like, mirror, just, folks. Just, just like the king of pop say. It starts with the man in the mirror. And uh, right now, I think both of these offenses and both of these teams. Yeah, they're, they're mirroring each the other for ineffectiveness. <laughs> the old Spider-Man meme where they uh, pointed <laughs> yeah. each other. So uh, going to be, uh, I believe, uh, I believe this is going to be so offsides. Cool. That's going to give the Chargers, though, a free first down. Yeah, that's always good. Uh, this, Denver, this, Denver's up to, what, 12 penalties? This Torber crew, by the way, you know, when you they're compare. They're getting time. I mean, the, he, he has a, he's had his bye week. I think they were averaging a little less than 12 penalties a game. Oh. But. They are they are absolutely making up for lost time for he had uh, his some of these week? crews. 
Yeah, he already had his bye week because usually uh, there's one that crew that's sense. off. So he is only uh, – this is only their fifth game this season. Uh, some have already gone six. Some have gone five. But we can't all be Bill Vinovich, who's called 30 penalties in five games. Oh. Now, did Cleet Blakeman get his bye week this week? Because I don't think I saw Cleet running around. Yeah, Cleet, uh, Cleet's crew has five for 77. Okay, but they were on bye this past? Yes, yes, okay. they were. That makes a lot of sense. Okay, so, so I, was, I, was like, I didn't see Cleet running around there. Uh, yeah, so I think, 25 his, penalties. I think his average might be the highest I'd have to calculate it, but that's the Rogers crew, six for 83, Clay Martin, six for 81. Carl Sheffer's usually up there in the top three, six for 79. So uh, I get this from NFLpenalties.com. If you want to see what penalties they're calling, how frequently they're calling them, uh, you know, they have home and away splits. So some of this data can be coincidental, but sometimes there's a pattern here. We, we, we wish uh, Tony Carrente a happy retirement. Yes. He's no longer in the yeah. league. Or, uh, or uh, my, my man Terry McCauley, who I follow on Twitter, I believe is the Sunday night guy uh, uh, official. Uh, he's a fellow uh, American top 40 retro connoisseur. Follow him on Twitter at Terry McCauley. But, yeah, I mean, look, all these guys, man, I just, you know, I'm like, where has Jerry Seaman gone? Where has Jerry Mark Bright gone? Well, the, the fact that we all know their names Yeah, yeah, you should, you, we should know. That's the problem. Uh, and right now, the L.A. Chargers have first and 10 on the Denver 47-yard line. Yeah, it's just crossed the three for the first time. It was two and a half to start this drive for the Chargers. So just crossing in Denver territory gives a minus three and a half plus a dollar five. 43 and a half on the title, minus 205 on the money line, 165 on the plus side for the visiting Broncos. And just to recap some of the props here while we have a little bit of time, the most bet player prop, Wes, was Cortland Sutton over four and a half receptions over at DraftKings at minus 155. Justin Herbert over one and a half passing touchdowns. That was the second most at minus 170. And I believe Herbert, he has what, one touchdown pass? Or no, no touchdown pass. Mm -hmm. Eckler went ahead and ran it in for a touchdown. So no TD pass for Herbert. Russell Wilson over 226 and a half passing yards. Wilson right now at 178. Mm -hmm. And then also you had Russell Wilson over one and a half passing TDs. And right now he has one passing yeah. touchdown. So that one still has a chance. And then Wilson over I, 13 and a half. I'm mad at myself for wussing out. On, I mean, it could still go over, by the way. There's plenty of time left. But I wussed out on the Mike Williams under receiving yards. I pointed that out for the mm -hmm. keys to the game. He has three targets, one for eight yards for Mike Williams. Pat Sertan, the junior, the second, rather, has uh, done the job because, look, Josh Palmer's getting all the targets underneath, seven for 50 yards, nine targets. We've seen Eckler get seven targets. The tight ends have gotten as many targets as Mike Williams has. Yeah, Sertan is the eraser. That, that's what he is. Mm -hmm. he, he just takes out wide receivers as the Chargers go ahead and uh, convert on third. Chargers used to have another guy that did that named Champ Bailey. So I don't, I don't want to make that comparison yet. Champ Bailey's got a gold jacket and a bust in Canton, Ohio. But Pat Sertan the second, I, I guess it's in the jeans. But mm -hmm. nevertheless, Chargers uh, finding Josh Palmer. That's what they're doing uh, against these other guys not named Patrick Sertan. They, yeah, the Andre Carter, rather. I thought, okay, Josh Palmer's number five, Carter number one. So, yeah, they're having to hit these guys underneath because they're just not getting the big plays down the field to Mike Williams. Which is so unlike what you would expect from an offense that's quarterbacked by Justin Herbert because Herbert's got the big arm. He's mobile. You expect it to be like big plays and fireworks, but mm -hmm. this game has been a lot of dink and dunk. I mean, Josh Palmer has eight receptions for 52 yards. Yes. 
<laughs> like, like that's not yeah. uh, an, an efficient stat line right there. And then you have so many of these guys, like the underneath guys, the Palmers. You have Gerald Everett with three for 16. Uh, Parham, he had a big play there, so he has three for 53. But Eckler, four for 26. Usually he's able to break one of those screen passes for like a 30-yard gainer. So we haven't seen that happen today. And the broadcast is showing Keenan Allen, who this offense desperately misses. Mm-hmm. They, they desperately miss Keenan Allen because yeah. he's kind of the, the security blanket there for this Chargers offense. And he's been out since the first half of week one. Yeah, and, and and you could see, obviously, Joe Lombardi, the offensive coordinator, would love to give him back. But, look, uh, they're just trying to, you know, take take what they're given, basically. Denver uh, has had a couple free rushers emerge through, by the way, the last two plays, not close to making a sack, but obviously forcing Herbert to go ahead and rush that throw. So it is going to be third and eight on the other side. Uh, one quick note, while we have a delay in the action, it is going to be Nestor Cortez for the New York Yankees tomorrow. We go, it was supposed to be Jamison Tyone in a bullpen game tonight. It is going to be Cortez going game five, uh, presumably against Aaron Saval. I missed that graphic that they showed on, on the broadcast, but I think it said something about nine third downs that have been allowed to be converted. Mm-hmm. And here we go. And, 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 and if they're throwing short like that, I, I got to think, now, I was wrong last time because I thought that they weren't going to go for it, but I'm going to see what well, the spot is. Is this fourth and two from yeah, the 29? About, about fourth and two or so. My guess is that they'll line up and try to draw them off sides and then yeah. take it down to the end of the quarter. Yeah, yeah. no, that's smart. And then they and then they have the extra time, of course. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, because I, I would think, okay, if you're going to run that short of the sticks, you're going to go ahead and go for it. Mm, I think the broadcast might have almost caught something there with old Russell Wilson. There were, there were, there were kind of – Fixing the, the okay. jersey. I don't know. Maybe they were getting up in there on the shoulder. Yeah, that he's, had the he's been having a little bit of a shoulder issue, yeah, obviously. That, and that was something that was reported about how he mm-hmm. needed to get the injection. He went out to L.A. to see a specialist for the shoulder. So they didn't quite catch it. And then we just saw the adjustment of the jersey and the pads. But maybe something to keep in mind. Because mm-hmm. like that was one of my keys was about, hey, what is yeah. Wilson going to look like post-injection? And I think you can tell. You can tell really on the Hamler reception that, that KJ Hamler had the deep pass when he was wide mm-hmm. open. Wilson, he has to step up into some of these deep throws because well, the, 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 the arm is not there with the and, shoulder. And, now and that one where he had that deep ball to Hamler, remember, uh, uh, I, think it was, I think it was Cushenberry yeah. that, that got pushed back into him by uh, Sebastian Joseph Dave, or, or, or who was getting pushed backward and Russ had to step in yep. to the throw. And that's what that awkward throw, that's why it was kind of like a little bit off balance, but Hamler was so wide open that got him at least in field goal range to get the field goal at the end of the half. Uh, so yeah. Chargers go ahead and throw it short to Sony Michelle. I got to think that they're going for it, fourth and two from the 29, but they didn't try the hard count. They elected to go ahead and run it Which to I thought the was quarter. Weird. Yeah, because you would have thought, okay, make Denver jump here. Now, if Denver's disciplined, then they're obviously, okay, we know mm-hmm. what you're doing here. But, but that's, at least try. that's the unpredictability, <laughs> you know? though, of, of Brandon Staley, though, is that Maybe because your unpredictability can sometimes be your disadvantage, but it can be your advantage there too. It's like, oh, what's this? What's this crazy? You know what gonna do now? So you know they could have maybe tried to get Denver the jump. They elected not to. So fourth and two from the twenty-nine. When we come back, uh, three and a half, three and a half currently on this line. James Palmer over at NFL Network. He tweeted says, "Looks like Russell Wilson has something on that injured right shoulder under his shoulder pads." While he's on the sideline, so they think they might have been inserting something in there. Maybe mm-hmm. he got a little irritated or mm-hmm. something. So it, it, my eyes were not deceiving me. <laughs> it was something. In, 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 it, it, they brought the, the camera caught it real late. Inserting so it didn't quite something. See it. Uh, we, we don't know what they're <laughs> inserting, but uh, perhaps uh, 
perhaps of the needle variety, but I'm yeah. just saying, I'm not saying, <laughs> well, usually, I'm just saying. Usually they go to the blue tent for that one. Yeah, yeah, little, I know. Little... It's almost like, do you really would just want to do it in public like they did in the <laughs> 70s where it's just like, okay, okay, boy. Yeah, that's uh, that's, they take it down and they just do it right in front of everybody. That's just the way it was. <laughs> uh, I don't think they would let us do that with all the cameras that we have now catching people in 4K. But right now, with the line being three and a half and the total is 39 and a half, I almost kind of have a little bit of bet regret not betting that under. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's such a tough call with these two teams and what they might do on fourth down. But it yeah. looks like we're gonna get the fourth down attempt from this Chargers offense. So this is another another moment that could swing the line. Now, here. do they try to do some kind of like RPO for Herbert? Because there's been getting there've been rushers getting free the last couple plays for Denver. Yeah, but this is a big opportunity to kind of swing this game, and whether they get this or not, we'll find out there based on what the odds end up doing here. But it's fourth and two, and the Chargers are electing to go for it, and that is a pass breakup. So the Broncos. Mathis redeems himself. Three PIs tonight, but made maybe the biggest play of the game. Broncos go from three and a half point dogs to now one and a half point favorites. We'll talk more about it on the other side. It's VEASAN Live Bet tonight. This is VEASAN Live Bet tonight with Femi Abebefe and Wes Reynolds. Live from the Circus Sportsbook on VEASAN, the sports betting network. Fall sports are in full swing, and Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook is your home for all the latest lines, odds, and boosts. Whether you're a football fan, hockey, basketball, or baseball fan, Bet Rivers has you covered. Join us every week for new promotions like our Tuesday Hockey First Goal Insurance, Friday Night College Football Bet Plus Get, Sunday Football Parlay Insurance, and more. Head to BetRivers.com or download the Bet Rivers app today. It's a whole new game. Welcome back. This is VEASAN Live Bet Tonight. Femi Abebefe alongside Wes Reynolds. We're hanging out at the VEASAN Studios at the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. I believe we have a prop that's not quite done just yet, but it's trending in the right direction. And barring some sort of like 10-yard loss, it should be a, a, a winner mm-hmm. for the folks. But the fifth most bet prop, West over at DraftKings was Russell Wilson over 13 and a half rushing yards. And there you hear it, the cha-ching because Wilson has 23 right now as he just gets hit in the head. Oh, look at Wilson. It's kind of dodging. Oh, my god. Oh. I think he tried to throw that, but then uh, – Yeah, he it, did. I don't know if Boone was ready for it. <laughs> yeah, no, no, he wasn't. He uh, did, tried. Wilson did get hit in the head, which he was pointing out to mm-hmm. the uh, the officiating crew who missed it. You mean you mean they missed a call tonight? <laughs> they, 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 yeah, they, they, don't, they don't usually miss those roughing the passers. I was like – yeah, I mean, you know, he was just trying to get him. Like, I wouldn't have called oh. that. Oh, and he got clothesline there at the end. That looked a lot more like that. that. Was a, that was a clothesline from hell, like JBL and <laughs> WWE there. A nice little lariat. But, uh, anywho, uh, Denver going to go ahead fourth and eight from the 39. They are going to punt here. Uh, Russell Wilson did get a couple first downs. Uh, ran his own read. Felt like the first time in three years he had done that. But then he did it on second and 11. And I think what set Denver back there – Running the ball on first down after you get those two runs, that would have been good time for a little play action, but Hackett got a little predictable, so uh, Chargers going to get the ball back. First and 10 on their 17. Chargers minus 2.5, minus 145, 34.5 your total. 
I think an underrated aspect of this game has been how bad the punters have been. To me. Yeah, <laughs> it's, the twenty-two been, yards. The punting has been bad <laughs> because because what was that? What was that one in the first half that they punted to like, like a, the it twenty-one? Like a, it's like a net twenty-one yards. Yes, and then this one was just you had the ball in the forty, then he just, it was like a net nineteen yards. Yes, it's, it's, that's the punting's been bad. No, uh, it's been really bad. Uh, no, no Ray guys on this field tonight for the no. uh, punt team. We got a J.K. Scott. Then who else do we have? Who do we have for uh, for Denver? Waltman or yeah, is Montreal it, is Washington? Oh, no, or Waitman on, rather. Yeah, Waitman. Yeah, Waltman. Yeah, Waitman. Yeah, Corliss Waitman. Montreal Washington was the, the punt returner. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't scroll down far enough into my uh, box score, but right now 13-13. Chargers two and a half, but you got to lay minus one forty-five. You can get plus one fifteen if you want to take it with Denver. Totals down to thirty-four and a half. Man, that's yeah. That's the bet regret for me, at least a little bit in this game. Because like this game feels like it's 23-20. That's what it feels like. It might even be lower mm-hmm. than that based on what these teams have been unable to do offensively here. Um, is there anything that you would do at these current numbers? Man, I, I, lean, I lean to the over, actually. At now that it's 34 and a half. Yeah. Because I was looking maybe to perhaps uh, try to get in on the over. and uh, Oh, you know what? Wes, Wes is getting active. He's getting active. Yeah, let me. Search. Are you searching through the apps? Just I, I am searching. Trying to get the best of it? I am searching. So 34 and a half is a number that you're comfortable with. Obviously, you would, if, it's, if you find a 34, that's probably the route that you would go. Mm-hmm. But 34 and a half is a number. How high would you go over? Is that, is that the cutoff there? Or would you even go over 35 or 35 and a half? Uh, trying to see what these numbers are because yeah. obviously, uh, yep. I mean, this is the we're, when we're, you're live betting, and we're, we're, we're going to do it. Thirty-four and a half in-game live over. Bang. Lock it up. There we go. Wes is in over thirty-four and a half with the Chargers and the Broncos right now. Um, I wish you the best of luck. I hopefully hopefully it means yeah. that the Broncos score more. Yeah, points. I mean, some, sometimes <laughs> sometimes you gotta you gotta go a little bit ugly here, and that's what we're gonna do. Yeah, no, I'm hoping it means the Broncos score more points. Yeah, and, and, because and add to that. T- l- look, that's basically, I mean, that's basically a field goal and a touchdown. Yeah. So over. Or if you get two field goals here, then we might be going OT. There you go. Yeah. Over 34 and a half. Wes is in as this Chargers drive has now begun, and it is tipped and picked. Here we go. There you go. All right. Whoa. Oh, what are oh, you doing? Oh, my goodness. Oh, what are you doing? And did it, did Denver get it back? I hope they did. Yeah, they have it. Oh, that boy. Could, that might have been a disaster. Oh, boy. That was not the time to go pitchy, pitchy, woo-woo. <laughs> well, I don't even think he tried to. I think he just got hit out of his hand. Okay, yeah. Let me see on the replay, because all of a sudden that ball took a turn. And uh, was it was it Barrett Browning that got Barrett the pick, Browning. and then I think ended up recovering his own lost ball there. This is it's an oblong ball, man. That's that's what the NFL is. But Baron Browning, yeah, he gets the interception because the ball was tipped. Of course, when they were targeting Gerald Everett, who, yes, who, who could have uh, who could have guessed that 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 ended up leading to you a mean, turnover? Uh, you mean play. Gerald Everett uh, came up short on a route? Yeah, yeah, weird. The, the, the double agent himself, Gerald Everett. Yeah, he did because yeah. uh, look, uh, here's the tip: Browning number fifty-six. Gets the football. Does he get hit? I think he. Yeah, yeah. It was uh, Palmer. okay. Palmer, Palmer might have got a little bit of a mid in there because that thing, that thing went backwards. I was like, okay, we don't need to do pitchy pitchy woo woo no. in this situation. So that play flipped the line. Denver, they were two and a half point dogs. Now two and a half point favorites. Minus one sixty, given that they're in field goal range right now, just went down to minus one forty five. The total though, Wes, that you got in on over thirty four and a half. Now, mm-hmm. over, now it's thirty six and a half plus one ten. 
for those who want to get involved. Now let's see if Denver, they're lined up like they're going to run, and that's exactly what they're going to do. Oftentimes you will see teams, when they get a turnover, take a shot. they're going immediately down the field. Absolutely. Uh, Denver, not quite the confidence. Uh, Russell Wilson started, I believe, what, 10 of 10 yeah. in this game, and now he is 14 of 24, so four of his last 14. Uh, they're showing Melvin Gordon uh, with not a very happy look on his face, a very yeah. stoic look. Only on field, 8 of 43 snaps this evening. It has been mostly Murray and Mike Boone tonight. Well, that was the look on my face when he fumbled in Seattle at the goal line then also mm-hmm. fumbled against the Las Vegas Raiders leading to a touchdown. So Melvin Gordon has only his self to blame there, uh, to be quite honest. <laughs> like, ball, ball, ball security. Ball security is job security. Yes. <laughs> That's what they say. Um, so the Denver Broncos with a chance now after that turnover. But we've talked about this red zone offense. And now they're facing a third down. Looks like third and six, third and seven, maybe. Mm-hmm. Denver, they just had their issues, and it just seems like they can't quite. There, there's never a situation where everyone's working right, in concert. Right, it feels like no. I mean, it's been <laughs> like, like really all over the place. Uh, Chargers, by the way, uh, you know, I don't know if this is Denver's poor running or if the Charger defense has just been better. But first five games, they were allowing four point five point eight yards a carry, only allowing four tonight. And part of that is probably they don't feel like Russell Wilson can beat them deep. Mm-hmm. And when you have a quarterback who has a compromised shoulder, that's an accurate assessment. And you probably should load up more into the box there as they get a little bit more pressure on Wilson. And, yeah, he's just going to have to do not. It. I mean, he gets back to the line of, or actually he gets sacked for four yards. So yeah. now going to be a 47 yarder for Brandon McManus. Just uh, you just can't do that. You got it. You got to throw that ball away at least. So. You know, you don't want to necessarily have to eat the football. I mean, you don't want to lose the football, but, you know, he was trying, he was trying, uh, he was pressured actually a little bit. It wasn't a design rollout and then gets sacked there by uh, Drew Tranquil. So it's going to be a 47 yarder for McManus. Yeah. That's a, it's not a good uh, 48 yarder. Not a good series there for the Denver Broncos. No. McManus will split the, yeah, they got given uh, 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 three, three points there that, uh, but, Mm -hmm. you know, should have been should have been more, but look, this game turning into a grind. Sixteen to thirteen, eight twenty-one left to go. Total at thirty-six and a half, but juiced way to the under at one sixty-five. If this ends up landing twenty-three twenty, and your over hits, and then the theoretical mm-hmm. under forty-five and a half that I was potentially looking into, right? If that hits as well. <laughs> I know. <laughs> It'll be. It's not going to. I know, great. and 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 obviously we both. Uh, <laughs> Most importantly, we both have Denver in the points. Yes. Uh, you got in on the opener. I took five and a half uh, last Monday, just looking at the, you know, betting on, basically buying on weakness. You know, sometimes when they talk about like a betting market be compared to a stock market, you buy sometimes on weakness. You know, if you if you look and you think maybe you're going to get some positive regression, which I thought we were going to get in terms of the, of the red zone, I was like, that's just unsustainable. They and Denver, you know, you got to handicap luck a little bit, and I'm bringing up that term luck, of course, because uh, yesterday the Ken Palm ratings got put out for college basketball, and then all the top mm-hmm. 25 gets put out by the AP, and everybody loses their mind. But we'll have plenty of time to talk about that, and. You get, you know, some teams have had some bad luck. Like, I don't think Denver's been great, but like you were saying, they're not as bad as maybe this indicates. They've been getting some rotten luck this year. Yeah. They just have to, and the correction on, like, the luck factor or whatever, and Mm -hmm. also just them just kind of correcting their own mistakes. Like I've been saying, if they can just get to be, like, a below average to average offense. Cause right now yeah. they're, they're like a bottom three in the league offense. Mm-hmm. They are that bad offensively. Look, if they can get to like 
21st if, if, in if, the if league. If they can have like a performance <laughs> like the Colts had yesterday, who were damn near yeah. the bottom and just beat them actually on Thursday night, Colts all of a sudden, uh, Matt Ryan, who looked like, oh man, he's washed up. He's throwing it like 70 times yesterday, it seemed like. like if somebody were to tell me, he said, hey, Femi, the Denver Broncos offense by the end of the year is going to be the 21st ranked offense in the league. I'll say Denver's a playoff team. Absolutely, because, because I think their defense, defense is going to stay in the top 10. Exactly, and the defense is only going to get healthier. Josie Jewell will eventually get back. Randy Gregory will come off of the short-term IR. They have a really good defense with Justin Simmons now making his uh, return from injury. Their defense is ready to, to go to the playoffs. The offense, though, whole nother story. We'll wrap up that story on the other side. It is VSIN Live Bet Tonight. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
is VSIM Live Bet Tonight with Femi Abebefe and Wes Reynolds live from the Circus Sportsbook on VSIN, the sports betting network. Make game day more chill with some extra cash. Play free during the college football season with the Coors Light College Football Pick'em. Join 15 free-to-play pools for your shot at $5,000 in weekly prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Coors Light Pick'em now to join the action. Coors Light, perfect shot of refreshment. 21 plus only, terms and conditions, and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details and always drink responsibly. Uh, welcome back. This is VEASAN Live Bet tonight. Femi Abebefe alongside Wes Reynolds. We, we are stunned by some of the uh, the calls here. I believe that was called an unnecessary roughness or a late hit. Yes. yes. Yeah, because I think they said that he jumped on him after he was after okay. Michelle was down. Man, um, man. I, I, it almost looked like we went to an abrupt commercial. Eight, yeah, <laughs> I was like, eight, what's, what's going yeah, they on? Were the even, they were even shocked by it, apparently. Uh, yeah. Eight or nine penalties now for 141 for Denver. That's a lot, that's a lot of, of big fifteen-yard penalties. A lot of pass interferences. But isn't and... that that's what we talked about though when we did this week one when they were playing the Seattle Seahawks? I mean, they had a hundred plus yards and penalties. Like this is a team that for some reason they can't get out of their own way. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's a lack of discipline from the head coach or where right. they're stemming from. But I figured that that they, they, you think that by the time we get to October that they would clean that up. But also of yeah. note. Our buddy Gil Alexander, who's been joining us throughout the program as a live guest bet sweater. Gil will be joining us after the game. Gil has placed a live wager. I tried to talk him into under 44 or 45 and a half. Mm-hmm. You as well. But Gil ends up taking under 37 and a half at minus 145 no. using the hashtag. Yeah, and, and, that's, and that's a bet I agree with. I have the over 34 and mm-hmm. a half. Got that right before the uh, interception. And then obviously settling for three there. So currently 16 to 13. So... A touchdown puts that right in the middle, or even a field goal here from the Chargers. It'd be 16 to 16 going to overtime, and that pretty much clinches what would be an over 34 and a half. So uh, hopefully, uh, this uh, goes ahead and lands 36 some kind of way so both of us can win. Yeah, I'm rooting for both of you guys. Also rooting for the Broncos to hopefully go ahead and cover this. But also, a mm-hmm. note right before we went to commercial break on the game, the, the game broadcasted, the replacement for Corey Lindsley, the all-pro center for the L.A. Chargers, didn't play in today's game. His replacement, Will Clapp, just left limping off and is now being shown on the sidelines. So now the Chargers are down to a third center. Now, there's Mm -hmm. not a whole lot of time left in this game, so who knows how this is going to kind of play out, but that could be something to keep an eye. Maybe Denver starts to kind of ratchet up some of the pressure with the backup, backup in that center. Right, yeah, absolutely. So, uh... Justin Herbert going to do a little rollout, uh, try to hit Austin Eckler, Denver all over that tonight. So your Austin Eckler reception should be over, and I almost played that prop because I thought, mm-hmm. okay, Herbert's not going to have a lot of time with this these line issues. Now they've even gotten worse. Uh, you know, the Chargers might be a what-might-have-been team because I did like them in the summer. They were one of my um, handful of Super Bowl futures, but this offensive line now just an absolute mess. We know Slater out for basically the rest of the season. Now, uh, Lindley, they've had other offensive line. I mean, all both those offensive lines in Los Angeles have really been oh decimated gosh. by injuries. Yeah, the Rams just lost note boom for the rest of the season. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just a, looking like a disaster. Justin Herbert showing he can run, too, as he's going to get down to the 25. I believe this is going to be third and eight. So, big play, man. This is a really big play for the Chargers offense because if they don't get it, this would be in that range to where we haven't seen them have to turn 
the Dustin Hopkins yeah. who's dealing with the hamstring. If you're just joining us and you haven't been watching the game, Dustin Hopkins, the mm-hmm. kicker of the L.A. Chargers, was listed as questionable, but he's kicked a couple yeah. of attempts here and has made both of them to his credit, but he's dealing with what they're calling a hamstring issue. He would definitely have to strain it a little bit more yeah. here with this field goal. Brendan James, the uh, third round or fifth round pick out of Nebraska, is now in the game, and uh, Justin oh, Herbert's wow. got a lot of free defenders there. But that is going to be an interference oh, on wow. Mathis. That is number four. They're picking on that uh, kid. Uh, on the on the rookie Damari Mathis. Uh, remember, he made the play. He was holding a little bit, but it was it wasn't as blatant. But yeah, this kid this kid's got four PIs tonight. That's a tough one there. Den- That's a tough one. On Denver, uh, and, and I got to keep track of this now. Uh, Denver, uh, are are they going to have more penalty yards than they are going to have uh, passing yards tonight? Because they're <laughs> damn close. Somebody should make that a prop. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, he, he, I, I was wondering, do we ever have penalty props? I never really look for those. But... I don't, no, they don't do. They don't do them. Yeah, they don't. Oh, okay. Yeah, the NFL's not going to. Yeah, them. you're not allowed to. Uh, to oh, uh... We don't want anybody out there compromised. Yes. They're just committing penalties. Yes. <laughs> to, okay. To lace somebody's pockets. Okay, because. You know, it'd be new to props. I was like, wait a minute. You know, they could uh, do that for some of these guys, and you could make a killing. But obviously, the appearance of a potential impropriety, they won't yeah. allow that. So a big break there for the Chargers offense. Then we get a flag probably. Ma- Mathis, by the way, has four fouls, one more, and he's going to have to hit the sideline. Isn't that always just like clockwork? Anytime you see a questionable call against the defense, that yeah. kind of gives then a fresh Then you get that makeup you call. Get a, you get a makeup holding call just like like, like clockwork the next play because the officials know like, yeah, we kind of gave you one. And, and they get, the, the guy was holding, but, I mean, that happens literally on every play. Guys are holding, and they don't get called every play. But the minute that they get a cheapy penalty, then like the next one it's – it's a yeah. holding. Yeah, um, it's like, hey, yeah, we go, you know, when somebody says, call it both ways, ref. And yeah. it's like, okay, here you go. But two plays ago on that third down, did you notice where that pressure came from? Right up Herbert's gut. Mm-hmm. And that's Denver testing out that new center yes. that's in there now. And that's going to be a thing. I mean, and, and look, Herbert has got to get rid of the ball absolutely quickly and does there to Austin Eckler. So just no time at all. This has either got to be stand in there, get it rid of it in like two seconds, mm-hmm. or it's got to be a rollout and kind of a design bootleg, I think. Yeah, right now I'm seeing the the line on this game, the spread has been taken off the board, but the totals have still been hanging up. Right now, my DraftKings app is a is refreshing here, so it's a great timing right now. Chargers, by the way, have seven first downs off Denver penalties this evening. That's terrible. <laughs> that's that's terrible. I mean, and but, look, but, but and look, Denver, not all of these are bad calls. No, Some Denver's of these are penalties, penalties yeah. but they're an undisciplined team that commits a lot. It, of it was it was really the roughing the passer. I mean, these PIs have been PIs and have been holdings. Tries to hit Eckler. That's going to be no good. So it's going to be a third and 12, 406 left to go. So the, 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 the live total sitting at 36 and a half. That's the sweet spot of where you yeah, guys need it. Exactly. It's like you, you have look, the over 34 look, and a half. I'll, I'll, I'll take a three here because, you know, now there's the possibility of a tie, which I don't want to dismiss as a possibility in this game. No, I don't think you can. You know, but. I mean, 16-16, and if Denver can go down and get three for McManus, 19-16 final, I'll take it. Yeah. Well, it's like four minutes left or so, 4.06 left in this game, and you would think that Denver could get a stop here. They've been really bad on third down, something that we thought would regress there as Herbert gets blitzed, and he's going to be incomplete. Yeah, and he was trying to hit Williams, uh, who has been absolutely erased by Pat Sertan the second tonight. Uh you know, I thought, okay, man, you might want to throw it up in the end zone, by the way, and see if you can get Mathis to get a fifth penalty. Uh, uh, this from ESPN Stats and Info. 
Damari Mathis, uh, the rookie tonight, who is starting uh, four defensive PIs tonight. <laughs> that matches the most in a game for a single player since 2000 uh, was the Cowboys, Anthony Brown, mm-hmm. who had four on Thanksgiving against the Raiders that back in the, 2000. That was a... Uh... I was gonna say I was like Anthony Brown. That might have been last year against the, against the Raiders on right. Thanksgiving when there was like a 200 penalty yards between the two teams. Mm-hmm. That was a hell of a game. I think that was a that was a Hockley special. Yes, Sean Hockley. Shout out to his dad though. But that was a, that was a Hockley special that day on Thanksgiving. But the Chargers go ahead and tie it up. So we're knotted up 16 apiece right now. Denver minus 145 on the money line at DraftKings. Chargers plus 115. But Wes, I have another penalty nugget for you. This from Michael David Smith, our producer Aaron Oster sent it to us. The Broncos now, and I believe that is updated to 151 penalty yards, but 151 yards in penalties tonight, most by any team in any game this season. Wow. Ron Ron Torbert's (laughs) making up for that bye week. I mean, we've been seeing a lot of Ron Torbert out there. Yes. And like we said, a lot of these are penalties, but man, they're not letting them get away with it. Anything. No, like I said, this is being uh, called tighter than a new boot basically tonight. So a lot of penalties tonight, a lot of uh, ugly football, but we are tied at 16 with mm-hmm. four minutes left to go. We'll see if Denver can drive down and get a field goal and, uh, you know, go ahead and uh, make this land 1916. Uh, I'm only seeing money line right now, Femi. Yep. Minus 145, plus 115 on the lightning bolts. Next drive result, a Denver punt at plus 115, 170 for a McManus field goal attempt. 650 turnover TOD and touchdown 650 as well. Well, what do you think happens on this drive? I do think Denver uh, is going to find a way to get down there and get a field goal attempt. Field goal attempt? Yes. God, plus 650 for a touchdown. That's how far Russell Wilson has fallen. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think back to his days as the Seahawks quarterback. Whenever I know. It was, whenever when it was, it was crunch time, it's like you knew just like this dude, he was going this down and getting scoring down there. Absolutely. Now there's some doubt, clearly. Now, now, now there's doubt, especially with this offense and how Russell Wilson has been playing, and now he's got the shoulder issue. So it doesn't look like the Chargers are really respecting the mm-hmm. vertical passing game, but that's what the situation is yeah. right now. Damari Mathis, by the way, let me get this in before the break. This is from, I believe, Roger Sherman on Twitter. Mm-hmm. The leader in pass interference penalties in just one game has four tonight. Nobody else has more than three this season. That poor kid. That's a mic drop right there. Recent live bet tonight, hour number three on the other side. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.
It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.